Welcome to A Case of the Mondays, the show where we preview, review, and get in our feelings about all things Baxter related. I'm your host, Mike Kyle, and once again, I'm joined by my cuzzo, BC, Brendan Coyne. Brendan, how are you doing today after week nine? Dude, what an episode. I have so many thoughts. I have so many feelings. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just excited to be here to talk about it. Yeah, I think that's exactly the way that I feel. I was going back and forth with a few people tonight, and we were just constantly just spewing out thoughts, opinions, like what-if scenarios. And I think that's kind of what this episode was all about. This whole episode to me was about what would you do in this position. For sure. For sure. And I think this episode and the previews we saw are just pretty telling going forward. We can get into that later, but... Mm -hmm. Just going to be a really, really, really fantastic ending to the season. I truly believe that. So what I want to do, I think, just the, for the best direction of this podcast in particular, and it's funny because now that I say this, I, we usually go in chronological order of the episode anyway, but I was going to start off with let's just get Hannah Ann and Victoria F. out of the way first and then spend yeah, the majority sure. of the rest of it about the Madison situation. And yeah. it, it does just line up chronologically. So shout out, to, shout out to the producers for making our jobs a little bit easier. Thank you, people out there. All right, so let's start off with Hannah Ann, and their their location was Australia. We missed that last time. We episode. couldn't remember. I would have never guessed Australia. Neither would I. I was, I was thinking Costa Rica. I was thinking Greece. I was thinking many different places. Australia would have been the last place that I would have guessed. Exactly. I'm not even going to deny it. Right, so when he said that, I was like, oh, wait, that's where they are. I know, and I was watching it with a couple of people, and I was just like, Australia! <laughs> and, and only two of those people were like, oh, I know what you're talking about. The other people were yeah. like, what? All right. Yeah, what? So, Hannah Ann, let's start there. Okay, I don't know if I've ever... Going into this episode and as this episode progressed, I've never been so indecisive. I mean, every single time something happens, I shift to, that person's going to win. Nope, this person. This person has no chance, and I just keep shuffling the deck. And I, okay, felt, so I felt that with mean, Hannah like, Ann early. You mean indecisive about, like, Peter's direction in general, not specifically hannah ann's date just like correct. a general like correct. she's gonna win she's gonna win no she's gonna win okay gotcha yes. for sure i feel exactly the same way i'm sitting there being like she's totally gonna win next second oh my gosh she's totally gonna win couldn't agree with you more right so i mean that. i i thought hannah ann's date went so perfect she was saying all the right things and i felt like there was there's a moment like when they were just like sitting on the beach and they were just talking and she was being very just like open and honest and just very I felt she just handled everything super gracefully tonight and and to me like there there was just like there was a spark there during all of that and I was just kind of like I can see it like that was the first time in a while where it's like that that girl she's got it for sure and I just honestly like the notes I took during Hannah Ann's date it was more like just general questions as opposed to like bullet points. Let's do it. You know, what do you got? No, I mean, just like, I still can't get on the Hannah Ann bad wagon and I'm not sure why I don't have any, you know, strong feelings like for or against her. It just, to me, something feels off. And I literally have that in my notes. Something feels off question mark. It's like, I don't know. Like 
I don't know what's like holding me back from being like, yes, Hannah Ann and Peter are meant to be. This is how it should be in the end. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's for me in the sense that it's like, oh, they're meant to be. Because I do think that's that's obviously one that's one side of the extreme, and the other side is probably like where you're at. I think, right? Maybe. Yeah. All for right. sure. So you're on the other side, and I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I'm at the spot now where I'm just kind of, like, picking targets, like, picking uh, bullet points, and it's just kind of like, yes, I see that, no, I don't see that, this works well, this doesn't. So I'm kind of just evaluating this as it progresses, but I'm also, like, nit- I'm also nitpicking it as well. And I think because of that, that's kind of where I'm a little bit just on the fence overall, where it's like I'm one foot in, one foot out. And I felt like today for this episode, I was two feet in. Okay. And, I mean, just to, like, expand more on what I was saying and just to show that I'm in agreement with you, like, I think the date was a great date. Like, I thought as a couple, like, you could see them finishing this together. Right. Dropping L-bombs left and right. Right. It's about being together in the end. Peter has given me a completely new view of what love is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, it flowed. I thought it was a great date. It seemed very natural. I can agree with you more on that. I got a question for you. And sure. this is something that I started doing maybe last week. I noticed it more last week, and then I started doing it a little bit more this week. Do you ever compare some of these women to other women that you know? Ooh, interesting question. So for, um, so for me, I'll, I'll, just so I can give you some time to think on this. So for me... Well, yeah, and I'm curious to see, like, like if it, is it a friend? Is it something you, someone you like as more than a friend? Is it right. a family member? I'm really curious as to where you're going to go with this. Okay, yeah. So, all right, so... Uh, no, I mean that in a good way. No, 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 I know. I know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split the difference here for you, okay? So okay. Madison reminds me of one girl I was super into. Just looks almost... To me, she looks nearly the same especially from like a facially like from a facial construction way so every time that madison's on now i think of this other girl and then for hannah ann hannah ann's personality reminds me of one of my very good friends and so now whenever hannah ann's on screen i think of my i think of my really good friend and i think it's just super it's something that i never thought about doing previously like in previous seasons and just for whatever reason things started clicking for me here interesting um yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't know, at least off the top of my head, that I've ever, like, compared people in the show to people in real life. Like I, Yeah, like um, you said, like I said, this is a new thing for me, too. Like, this is No, like... for sure, but, like, it's very interesting, like, that you are finding ways to relate people in the show to people in real life. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, sur- I'm just trying to rapidly think to see if I've ever done that, but, no, I mean, that's really interesting, and I think... That in and of itself will be hard because it's going to like push you towards certain people because you're comparing them to certain people in your life. Yeah, but I don't know if it's necessarily in the sense of like I'm pushing for or against. I don't okay, know. Okay, so you're not rooting for no. Madison because no. Madison is like this person. No, not at all. It's okay. just it's just one. Of the, it's just a fun thing where it's just kind of like oh wait. So, like, for example, the one that really stuck out for me was, like, when Hannah Ann on, like, the jet ski. Like, she was just, like, yeah, like, I just kind of, like, let myself go and let myself have fun with it. And that was, that would be something that my friend would say almost, like, word for word. She has, like, just, like, this super bubbly personality and just kind of, like, this free-flowing spirit. 
For sure. And so for me, like that, that's where I piece things together. So yeah, I'm not Very using this. I'm not using this to influence my decisions or how I think about some of these women. I think it's just a fun little thing. And actually, what I just thought about during this conversation is this might actually help us get into the Bachelorette. It when we talk about that, because we can actually compare the guys on the show to guys we know, and that's going to be lightning in a bottle content. And that might be a lot easier for right. us Correct. to compare dudes to other dudes this as is, to put, I, I think it would be for me at least. Yeah, this is going to sure. be electric. I We, we captured it. Brennan, we got the next idea. Yeah, Write I think it it's down. fantastic. I'm really, I think I'm going to view the Bachelor, Bachelorette differently going forward and that's definitely going to be in the back of my mind. And that's not a bad thing by any means. Right, for sure. So we just cracked the code there. Credit to us. Uh, okay. What What were some of your other takeaways, if any, from Hannah Ann's date? No, I mean, just to reiterate what you said, I think the date went really well. Um, you know, how do you feel about it? I was, I will say one, one thing did confuse me and I was kind of surprised, but before we get into that, like, how did you feel about it? Just obviously you said that you thought it went really well. I so, mean, yeah. do you think Hannah Ann could be, could be his person at the end? No, uh, no, uh, well, that's the thing. During the time, yes. Yes, now, absolutely. But that, and, that, and that's the thing that we have to like quantify here. We have to quantify when and where. So at the time of this thing airing, and I was I was like, yes, like this, like if Hannah Ann's making a run, it starts now. Game over. Right, exactly. And then obviously as this episode progressed, it was like, yeah, this thing's off the table. Because it's very it's very clear how this episode ends, and we're going to talk about that later. Or how this, uh, how this season ends, rather. Um, and so for me overall, it was just, yeah, like this makes sense. It's the logical progression of things. And I felt like it was just a supernatural, uh, evolution and a very natural next step of their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, it's like almost like the clincher. You're like, okay, like they're on the same page. They're ready to move forward with this. If Peter decides Hannah Ann at the end. Yep, exactly. Yep. I mean, so do you, what, what was the thing that, uh, had you confused? Oh, I was just like, there was no morning after footage. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like, noticed always, that. Like, that's one of the things, like, I think I made a comment to people who I was watching it with like, you know, like, that's kind of one of the things I look forward to because it always like seems super awkward and it's kind of funny and it's just interesting to see people interacting, you know in that situation so i think i was kind of looking forward to that and not getting that i was kind of like why is there no morning after footage that's interesting that you brought that up because i did feel like they kind of closed the door on hannah ann's uh fantasy suite like super quick yeah you know like like it there was something off about it and i couldn't really figure out what it was they kind of just like lost right over it so that that, that, that explains it. Yeah, like, all of a sudden, she just walked into the room with the two other girls, and I'm like, all right, I was not expecting that. Yo, wait, speaking of, we gotta talk about that before we go any further. How insane is it for all three of them to be in the same, like, to share the same room for a week during yeah. a week like that? It's gotta be crazy. It's gotta, like, mess with your mind, like... I have like I have a question like I have a point in my notes like why did they have to make them live together during fantasy week? I don't know what I would do. It seems absolutely brutal. It's like I don't know how you function right. in that situation. So me, I don't know how you function not being in the same room as those girls 
let alone being in this the same room with those girls for an extended period of time. Right, and I was gonna say to, to speak to kind of our personalities a little bit, like we're pretty comfortable like just by ourselves, and there and there are a lot of time where, where we would rather like just be by ourselves to kind of like relaxed and chilled out. And so for them to be like thrown into the fire with not necessarily much of an opportunity to just hang out by themselves unless like they lock themselves in their room, like that's probably like what I would have done. Like well, just yeah, don't it, like just don't talk it, to me. I need to get in my zone. For sure. And they end up or it seems like they end up having a lot of like awkward conversations like how was your night last night? Well, you were in the fantasy suite with Peter, so I'm guessing it went pretty well. It just seemed like they were having like a lot of like forced awkward conversations and it couldn't have been fun at all. Yeah, it seems like an absolute nightmare. Awkward is definitely the right word to use it. I would also describe I would also describe it as very tenuous. Uh, oh, for sure. There were just times during the episode where you're just like, you could feel the tension in the room. And it, it was a little bit uncomfortable, I gotta say. It was definitely uncomfortable. And I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to like picture myself in that situation. And I think I would just be like blown away by like everything that's going on. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't th- know how I would handle a situation like that. Yeah, so for me in particular, I it, for me it would go one of two ways, very honestly. Uh, I think to you, this is no surprise when I say this, I, uh, I have the tendency to do a little bit of flashiness, right? A L- little bit boisterous. And so for me, in that situation, either that side of me would come out or that isolated, like just leave me alone, I need to get my zone side would come out. So yeah. I don't... I don't know which side it would be, but I have a feeling it would have to be one or the other. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, I don't want to say fight or flight because I don't know if you can directly compare the situations, but you either have that mentality. Like I'm going to make the most of this. Like I got to make this about me. I got to make this about me and my relationship with that other person. For sure. Or it's like, You do what Madison did, and you just start to break apart, and you're, like, fleeing the stress. You're fleeing all those bad feelings, and I don't know. I I don't know how I would react. I want to say that I would flee because typically I would think that I'm a a flight, not a flight person, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I've never been in a situation like that, and I pray to God that I'm never (laughs) in a situation like that because that would be so terrible. As someone who is... Uh, helped you through a few situations. I hope for that you're never in a sure. situation I'm, like that. I'm obviously a big overthinker, right. terribly big overthinker. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine. All right, let's how move I would on. Feel in a situation like that. Let's move on to Victoria F's uh, fantasy suite date. I feel like we've touched everything we needed to with Hannah Ann. So Victoria F's date was interesting. First off, off top, oh yeah, they went uh, helicoptering and then a picnic on top of the waterfall. That was electric. That was that so was, dope. That was electric. Still, honestly, helicopters and Could me, do it. Too, yep. too, too soon. Yep, too, too soon. Too soon. Not today. I, Not today. Yep. Sent a text to my friend. I was like, I can't, like, I, th- what, what was my exact text? I'm going to pull it up. Brennan, start talking about, uh, start talking about the, uh, uh, the picnic. Go ahead. For sure. No, and. Just before we get into the details about the date, I was watching it with two other people. And the one person said, quote unquote, she's so mean to him. Yes. Yeah. For Their sure. relationship is so rocky. And 
I feel like she's caused so much drama and so much stress for no reason at all. And I don't know. I just have a lot of negative thoughts and feelings about Victoria. And I think at this point, it just really affects how I view their relationship. And so I'm not thinking like, oh, this date is so great. Like, this is so perfect, even though they did or it seems like they did make some progress together and, you know, kind of put that, I don't know, put the, I don't want to say tension, but, you know, they've had some rough spots. It seems like they kind of got through those rough patches, cleared things up, and are on the straight and narrow going forward. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I view her. I know how to explain light. it now and i just can't like be like yeah you know what i hope they end up together i'm really happy for the two of them the way to explain it is that she stacked the get she stacked the deck against her and that's very hard to come back from it is absolutely could not agree with that more all right so i do have my text and granted i probably i definitely overhyped this but basically immediately as soon as the helicopter popped up i texted my friend i said oh great a helicopter date with a super sad emoji and yeah. for me Full transparency, we almost didn't record this podcast today. Uh, long story short, Kobe Bryant's memorial was today. Uh, super inter- I have a super interesting relationship with him, I'd say. Uh, it's very different dynamic compared to like other people who just know him as a basketball player. Uh, and so I texted Brendan. I was like, yo, this thing destroyed me. Don't know if we'll be able to pod tonight. But I'm here. I'm the people's champ, and this is what we do, and I can't let the people down. And I appreciate you for being here. For sure. All right. So back to your point about Victoria F. Yes, the deck is stacked against her. And that's a hard thing to come back from. That's a hard thing to come back from as a viewer. But we've seen time and time again, you and Peter just arguing back and forth. Very, uh, not a whole lot of communication skills being demonstrated uh, on her end there. And so for her to kind of find a way to rally around that and come back from it with that dinner conversation even like there were still doing parts of it where she was still so indifference not the word and helpless or helpless isn't the word either but she was just so already like frustrated like i don't know what you want me to say i don't know what you want me to do like he's giving you the blueprint he's literally like he's literally telling you what he needs and, sure. and your response and I is like, still, I don't know how to help you. For sure. And, like, I don't feel like she he's asking a lot of her. No, not at all. So that's also really frustrating because, I mean, it's like you said. He's putting it out there. He's saying what he needs for this relationship to go to the next level. And it's still, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the problem is that she, you know, she just keeps questioning herself or I don't know, whatever, whatever she's doing. What were your thoughts when she explained why that she, why, why she is the way that she is? If you need me to refresh your memory on that, I can. I know. I don't need, no, I don't need you to refresh my memory. It's just, I just think she's fake. Like, I just don't think she's genuine. So Shots fired. I, Get down. I just, I just have this very distorted view, view of sure. her and it's, definitely affecting how i view her and view her and peter together so i feel like i can't give a fair assessment so it's, of it. it's interesting that you bring that up though because last was it either it was last week's pod 
when you said that you thought that Victoria F was going to win because he keeps keeping her around because he keeps trying to fight through these things with her. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I don't think that changes the fact that I think she can win okay. like for sure. And maybe that's contradicting. So this is I, this is just strictly personal for you then. What you're talking about right now? Absolutely. It's okay. just I think that something's off there. I don't feel like she's there for the right reasons. Something is off for me there. I said it during the episode. I genuinely don't care about them. And what I mean by that was, it just feels like their conversations are just in circles. It's the same thing every time with pretty much the same result and I thought Peter had a pretty good way of saying that too he said something along the lines of every time like we're down we find a way to like to like rise up again or something like that something along those lines it wasn't exactly like that but that was the thematic that was the theme of it and yes but at the same time dude that's got to be so exhausting I know it just I've said this multiple times. It's almost just like this high school relationship where it's still my favorite. It's still my favorite thing you said on this podcast. Well, I'm glad. And it's just, they dwell on like the minor minute things when they could be spending much of their time just focusing on these like much bigger situation scenarios and, you know, trying to take that relationship to the next level. I got a question for you. Sure. So, Peter said in regards to Victoria F. time and time again, I don't want easy. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean, do you take it at, like, face value? And, you know... I think, look, look, easy to me is always good. And there are different ways of easy, I think. I think you can still be challenged and things be easy. But at the same time, I'm also kind of the person where it's like, hey, crazy's a little bit hot. So I don't know where I fall <laughs> along those lines. But at this, like, I've had, like, relationships where, like, shit's super easy. And then I've had the other side of it where it's just, like, a constant, what is this? What are we? X, Y, Z. And I gotta say, I'll probably take the easy side of things 10 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, I think what you said about it being easy is just, like, so spot on. What did I say? <laughs> I, I wish I would have wrote it down because I'm just sitting there like thinking like, yes, like for, for me, easy is better. Like if I'm in a relationship with somebody and it's easy, it's natural. Like that's, that's big for me because you're, you want, you're in a relationship with the hopes that it goes somewhere. Or at least I think that most people feel that way. So if it's easy for you, if it's natural, I feel like it's only going to continue to be like that going forward. That's why I think Hannah Ann and Madison, well, and Madison prior till tonight's episode, uh, that's why I thought those two were pretty, like, surefire things. Madison, or Hannah Ann in particular, because they haven't had any, any problems, really. We had yeah. the one hiccup, I think that was week five. But since then, and really even before then, it's been smooth sailing. And she's like, why are you fighting against Easy? Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, All right. and that's a great point. Like, why would you fight against easy? Like, at the end of the day, if I have an opportunity to date somebody where it's easy and natural or somebody where it's, like, a little crazy and I'm back in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe crazy's a little interesting. I don't know. I mean, like, that puts it into perspective for me. And I just think what you said is, like, right spot on. Like, why 
wouldn't you pick the easy, more easy relationship? I don't know. Love is a hell of a drug, man. It, it is. Sure is. It is. Ugh, All thanks. right. So now this brings us to, to the Big Bang, pun intended. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> that was That's so good. good. Oh, good. that was so All good. Right. All right. That was good. So, Madison, like that, I don't know. Where do we start here? The, I don't know. The Maybe beginning. I, start... I think we start at the beginning. All right. Absolutely. Yes. Because last week they left off. Madison wants to pull him aside after the rose ceremony. I think everyone and their mother thought that she was going to tell him, you know, about that she's saving herself and that their relationship was going to go that way moving forward. Um, But I guess just to dive right into it, do you think she approached that the right way? No, and I said this on the preview show, I think. This is this is a conversation that you can't have during the top three. It's inexcusable to have this conversation at the top three. Because what you, you do, this week is already a monster of a beast as it is. And now you sure. throw this kind of gasoline into the fire, and you, we saw what happened. This shit exploded. So, to me, to me, this was so poorly mishandled. And it's not even like... And I've said this last week, too. I'm not, like, judging Madison for her values or her morals or anything like that. I don't give a shit. That's never been my position. That's not my place to do that. However, I will be critical about how you go about such things. And in a situation like this, you have to have these conversations early. Because we clearly saw ahead of time, or beforehand, rather, how much Peter cared about her. Which means... This was not going to be the, the straw that broke the camel's back. However, it becomes the straw that breaks the camel's back when you throw it into this week. And the pressure of this week. It's just, it's not a good situation. And then let's even just get into the fact that she only half-assed the, the conversation to begin with. She didn't come clean fully. She waited until the end of the week on her, uh, on her fantasy suite date to come clean about everything. You know, and so even just to like have that the initial conversation right after a rose ceremony, right when it is fantasy sweet week, like what what are we doing here? Yeah, no, I I agree. She shouldn't have waited so long. And I will say that I thought she handled it very well. The conversation. Look, she handled the conversation well. I won't perfectly, perfectly in my opinion. Correct, but. I just I don't like the timing. I think For that sure. I think this that's what I been that's what I need to a clarify. Week two week three thing. Correct. All so right. early on, it's a very big part of somebody's life, and it's clearly a very big part of her life. Sure. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But because it was such a big part of her life, she should have been upfront with him from the beginning. Yeah, nailed it. Keep going. What else you got? Anything? I'm, uh, let's see. So, well, right. I I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up just because you stalled and I can jump in now. That's fine. Let's do it. I've always been an advocate. I've said this a thousand times in the 10 episodes of this podcast that we've done. I'm going to say it a thousand times more later on throughout this season and future seasons. Know what you signed up for. Sure. However, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I had someone try and convince me out of it. And I got to say, I might be off that boat. 
So Dave okay. Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports tweeted, I understand the whole know the show that you're on, but at what point does it become real life? Like, this is like your husband, potentially. And that thought process kind of spooked me out of my way of thinking, I'm not going to lie. Because that, yes. like, that, that is so hard to counter. So, yes, understand the show that you're on, but when you put it that way, oh, oh, I, I'm boxing to a corner. For sure, and it's like, I don't know, if, I go in, if I'm going on that show to be a contestant, I'm not thinking I'm going to be that person at the end. I'm not. Okay. I don't. So interesting thought. I. It's one of those things like, okay, well, this is never going to be a big deal because I don't think I'm going to make it that far. That's exactly what I told my friend. I'm like, I'm like, this is Madison's oh shit we're here moment. For sure, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's not. There's nothing wrong with the fact that it took her that long to get there. For sure, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think, I mean, I, I have like 40 different questions going through my head. Okay. So first off, I want to talk about their date real quick and then we'll circle back. Well, to first she Go comes on. right out at the very beginning and says, I missed you so freaking much. And honestly, that like, I don't think if we've seen that kind of like raw emotion from her so far this season. So like, that was kind of refreshing to me. I was like, okay, like... I, I needed that from her. For whatever reason, I needed that from her. Well, I'm glad you got it, and I'm glad that's something that you picked up on, because that is something that went right over my head. Um, What did you think of their date? So, to refresh the memory, they went... What did they do? Oh, yeah, they climbed a giant building. Yeah, Not really they climbed. Looked, they used, they they used stairs. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's what I want to talk about. So, would you ever... I, how are you with heights? What are, what are your takes? See, I love roller coasters, but, like... The power tower, like when you're just high and straight up and sitting there is terrifying to me. So I think in like that situation where I'm on top of the building, I'm like I'm not moving fast, like you're just high, I think I would be totally freaked out. So I think I'm good with heights. I'm good with heights if I'm looking straight. But they had a brief shot when uh, they were looking, when the camera was looking down and there were like three pools like below them just like hotel pools or whatever and at that moment i was like yeah i'm out like no thanks that's a it's a no from me dog well yeah and even for like a while like i assumed that they were like harnessed to the rail because they would be crazy to let anyone for up sure. those stairs without oh, yeah. being harnessed but i was like man like i don't know Oof. did you notice that madison i don't know i think it was it was part of her harness but she like if the pole is running horizontally. Her hands were gripping it, and she was just slowly inch her way up the stairs like it was a tightrope. I don't blame her. I think I would be doing the exact same thing. I think I would be absolutely terrified. I want to know how they build shit like that. I know. I mean, like, people who do that must be pay- getting paid big bucks. Because, I mean, you're not just walking up there viewing. You're like... Physically building something and have a job to do, and then you have to do that job 100% accurately because it's a very important part of building this big building. Yeah, they said they were like 90 stories up. So if I were to do that's some wild. quick some quick math, that's 900 feet in the air. That's wild. Yeah, no thanks. A story's 10 that's feet, like right? Twice, that's like twice the height of the top little dragster. A story's 10 feet, right? Or is it 12? I, I think so. That's what I was. All, that's what I always assumed. All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll say. I mean, 
Not, we'll say 900 to 1,000 feet. Correct. Yeah, so that is, that's tough. But their view is sick overall. Like oh, that. yeah, I mean, and you're in Australia, like, I mean, I feel like Australia is almost like a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Like, if you're able to go to, like, Australia, New Zealand, somewhere out there, like, that's got to be an ama- absolutely amazing trip, for oh, yeah. sure. Absolutely. So then we get to the dinner portion of the Fantasy Suite date, and this is when shit hits the fan! Yeah. Okay. I honestly was just sitting there like, what is going to happen next? It was... It was a bad no accident idea. that you, it was a bad accident that you couldn't look away from. I was like, is she's gonna leave? She's going to say I'm all in. I, I don't know. I just kept being like, what is she gonna do? And I was praying. I'm gonna admit it, I was praying. I'm like, please do not leave. Please do not leave. So you were watching with this with other people. What were some of their thoughts about how this whole thing played out? Um, I don't think, like, there were necessarily, like, any thoughts that were directly expressed openly. Okay. Like, I think the general consensus was they thought that she was going to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think there were any, like, you know, straight up comments about the situation. It was just kind of like one of those things where, I don't know, I don't think there was a lot being said because, like, we couldn't take our eyes off what was going on gotcha just something that i thought i'd ask because i feel like that might that might have been a very good talking point uh, yeah for sure during a viewing party all right so let's kind of break down this conversation the best we can piecing together from memory and things like that unless you got notes like word for word notes if you have that i'll love you forever i don't think i have word for word um but i mean i have some notes all right so let's start let's start off with your notes and then we can fill in the gaps yeah, so I just had that, you know, she finally tells him. Round of applause for Madison. Woo! I might have started clapping. I mean, she did it, finally. And she just keeps going. She says she can't go forward if he has slept with other women. And she was asking but not asking, and he was telling but not telling. Until he told. Until he told. And I think that him telling was very telling. How so? Explain that. I think that if he knew that Madison wasn't going to be the person at the end, he wouldn't have had any problem saying right away, yes, I was intimate with somebody else on this show. But it took him a very, very long time to say that. All right. So I want to jump in here. Because this is something that I've heard from other podcasts, all right? So, Nick Vile, whose podcast I, you know, am a firm subscriber of, he said before that when his seat, before his season started, Ben Higgins told him, if you find the one, you need to protect that relationship at all costs. And basically basically what he meant by that was, if you know who you're picking, don't sleep with anybody else. For sure. So, I tweeted that before the episode. I'm like, this is when we're gonna see how Peter is actually feeling about this. And that was the biggest question mark because to your point earlier about how they kind of like just glossed over Hannah Ann's overnight, it's not like they gave any firm clues about if or if not, if like if or if they hadn't slept together. And so like this whole episode, at least leading up to this Madison conversation was kind of like, 
did they hook up? Did they not? And I felt like we all kind of knew the answer to this, and the answer was a resounding yes, just because it's just how this thing typically goes. Um, and so, yeah, just back to my first, like, just back to the point, like, depending on what Peter did, it would, to me, solidified where he was at. And ultimately, he slept with both, not, like, not going to knock him for it. You know, it's, it's, quote, part of the job. And so it's also it's also part of a relationship. Yes. So I mean, it's going to be a big factor in the success of a relationship. So I can't fault him with wanting to go down that road, even if he knew Madison would be the person at the end. Yeah, it's just it's as you said, it's such a big part, and I don't know. If- it, to me, wasn't fair of Madison to project her standards, her values, onto him like that. Because she even said it herself during the dinner where she's like, I, like, I'm me, but you're you. Like, I under, like she understood the separation, but at the same time, she was still projecting onto him and to me like that just felt unfair because there were still two other women in this you know like you have multiple you have multiple relationships going and you have to explore that yeah no doubt i mean at least she said that you know she didn't like put him on necessarily put him on a pedestal for you know him being who he is yeah but it's interesting i what were your thoughts about her when she was talking then because to me, she started off all right, and she quickly just started shooting herself in the foot. Yeah, I thought at first it seemed like she handled it all pretty well. I'm like, okay, she seems like be like presenting her side of it well. Right. I can, I can take this with a grain of salt, see where she's coming from, that sort of thing. And I mean, I think she just ultimately like the emotions got the best of her, and she just started to spiral out of control a little bit. For sure. So this brings us to the main question that I want to ask. You are in this position. You're Peter now. We, we talked about the side of the other. We, we talked about being in the room with the girls, right? We talked about that earlier. Yes. So now let's spin this. You're Peter. You're in this situation. You got three relationships. You got one girl who you're in love with, but you still have to explore the others because you think there's something there. What are you doing? Wow, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think that I feel like at this point he has to have some sort of inkling of who he wants to pick. Yes, I I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But I think I I don't know. That's a great question. So for you, per- I mean, what do you think? You personally, I. I- this is going to sound real fuckboy of me. But I feel like you have to. Like, you have to explore all three. Because for me personally, I'm not going to live with myself in the big, like, what-ifs of these things. Like, I respect Madison's, like, value. I respect what I respect what she's doing. However, sure. if I was in that position, like, I'm sorry. I'm going to do what I feel like I have to do because I'm also involved in this. And I'm probably even more involved in this than you are, if we want to call a spade a spade. Yeah, I mean, I could, I agree with you more. I feel like he owes it to himself. Exactly. Like, he would be dumb not to. Yep, and that's, and that's just how I feel. Like, that's just, like, 
it is such it's such a big thing and you truly if you really don't have an idea of where things are gonna go and you can tell at the end he he started once she like walked once she walked outside and she started like kind of losing it a little and then you saw like the remorse in his like like in his face and his voice like right right you felt those things but so in the moment i feel like he had no idea which direction he wanted to go and then this whole thing plays out and all of a sudden you're kind of like oh shit i actually truly truly love and care about this girl yeah i mean i think i think like you said i think it's his it was his aha moment and look, we all we all have those. I'm not, like, and that's and that's such, I don't know, that's such a hard thing because that aha moment may have happened too late, and at that point it's just kind of like like what like what can you do? Like it was your job. It, it it was your job as the captain of your life to explore those relationships, and you're gonna do what you feel like you have to do, and if that means you have to sleep with those two girls, go for it. But I agree. I I agree with you. Yeah, it's like, I it's not like we've said this before. It's not like these are fun conversations to have by any means. And I gotta imagine that conversation in particular was an absolute nightmare for him, especially as she starts telling him again how, uh, how like she's against it and things like that. And you're just in the back of your head before he says anything like, "Oh shit, I probably just fucked up." Yeah, I mean. I think that at that table with Madison, he had his aha moment. I, I don't know. Like, I agree with you. I think he had to do what he thought was necessary to figure out that Madison was the person that he wanted to be with at the end. How, how much would it suck if you did have that aha moment too late? We're going to talk about how this, we're going to talk about the previews probably, or well, obviously we'll have preview shows. But I want to spend some time in a bit talking about what's kind of to come. But what would like? How would you feel if you had that aha moment, but it was too late? Because to me, I'd be sick. I mean, I think he is sick. Like, I think I would feel exactly how he's feeling. Like, and I think we saw him really beat up about it. Yes, he was. I, he was destroyed. He was a he yeah, he was, he destroyed. was destroyed. It was, it was tough to watch. Like, and that's kind of like where this show gets interesting because the show is so real in that way. You know, like these are like these are real conversation. These are real conversations. This is something. This is the thought that I had just because of all of the chaos that's happened the past two weeks. Like these are like actual people, and I feel like it's at times feelings. we forget we forget that. And I feel like, like, and then I have like that moment where it's just like, no, like this, like this is a person. This is not just like some imaginary person on Instagram. Like these are real people. And that's when shit kind of gets real. You know, I don't yeah, know. I mean, I don't know if you thought about that. These are real people who have had real conversations and have real feelings. Yes, and that's where. And this, it's easy for us to sit here and critique and, the fuck out you know, of it. Yep. Yeah, and say, like, we don't like this person, we don't like how this person acts, we like this person, we like how they project themselves. But at the end of the day, like, we're not there, we're not living this, we're not... We're seeing we're seeing two hours of footage compared to a week's span of time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough, for sure. It is. 
Uh, I feel like I had a final. All right. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on this Madison thing before we jump uh, into the final so. thing we'll talk about? Just, I just think it'll be. I, I have no idea what's going to happen, and I'm just very anxious to see how it plays out going forward. All right, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because we are going to have the preview episode uh, for next week, and then obviously the following weeks. So we got two more weeks left, I think, maybe three. I don't, I, two for sure. I want to say maybe a third because we're going to get that. Uh, no, we do just have two. Ignore me entirely. Two. Okay. Yeah. So we are going to preview shows, so I don't want to jump the gun too much on this. But they kind of gave the game away in the previews at the end. And to me, what that preview said was we get Colton 2.0. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And, I mean, maybe we're wrong. If but I think that's what it's leading to. I think that Madison is going to leave. And Peter is going to realize that he yep. loves her. She's the one, and that he needs to go after her. Yeah, it's very Colton Cassie, and it's funny that that's happened for now the second straight season. Um, and unless, like you said, like, uh, what did you just say? You just said that's wh- that's how things are trending. Like, this is how this thing is looking to play out. Absolutely. Um, that's obviously the only thing that I've seen are the previews that just happened after the show. Today. Right. And I guess to me, the whole, like, if that doesn't happen, if we're wrong about this, Chris Harrison would have pulled the greatest bait and switch of all time. Easily. It, Easily. It would I'll, be I'll all time. I'll feel conned. <laughs> I will too. That's a great way to put it. We will feel conned if this doesn't go the way we're expecting, which is so funny now because all season we've been told you're never going to guess the ending. And that's that voice is still in my head, kind of. But at the same time, unless they're just making this like abundantly obvious, like you know, like almost like like they're doing like they're doing this ploy now where they're showing us these things and it looks too obvious, you know. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're getting caught. Like I said, maybe we're getting caught. I don't know. I'm just really interested to see like what is going to happen over the next few weeks. Me as well. All right, Brent, you got any final thoughts on this episode? I feel like we knocked out a pretty good portion we had some great conversations some great probing questions for our great listeners to think about yeah for sure i just thought like i said great episode and i'm just really anxious for the tell-all next week and for the finale in a few weeks i think it's going to be fantastic all right so i think because it looks like the way that the tell-all is structured we're going to get like a half hour to an hour of the bachelor and then the tell-all for the next hour so yeah we talked about beforehand, we might not do a recap show of the tell-all, but now we'll absolutely do one. I think we'll have plenty to talk about. For sure. All right. Bren, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all so Mike, much. thank you for having me once again. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Please subscribe. Share with your friends. Remember, this is a domino effect. It only takes one. And remember, you aren't in your feelings. You just have a case of the Mondays. Peace.